0: What's up, everyone? This is the Gym Secrets Podcast, and my name is Alex. I will be your host, and today we are bringing you the show from 35,000 feet in the air, going over the Gulf of Mexico. Um, and we're actually not the Gulf. I don't know. I think this is the Atlantic Ocean. Anyways, um, we are in the private jet because we we're really, really blessed and fortunate to be able to get out and escape uh, Hurricane Maria before it literally was heading straight for our house. Um, and getting meaner and nastier every hour. So um, I wanted to get back and do some FAQs on a lot of the questions that we've gotten uh, about us specifically and uh, how we got to where we're going.
1: Question one. I have a small facility. In my first challenge, I signed up 20 people. It's already a strain on the gym's infrastructure. How are people signing up such large volumes of people and giving excellent service delivery?
0: Okay, so that's that's like a... It depends on the level of service that you're providing. So if you're like a one-on-one trainer, then yeah, 20 would probably max you out, which is why I'm always a big fan of group because there's better margins and you can have much higher capacity. So um, it depends on your square footage. It depends on your square footage and like your equipment, but you can usually upgrade to a semi-private facility for 2,500 bucks and literally like 4X your income without really doing anything else. Like you can just train multiple people and have much higher margins. So how do people have great service? Uh, They follow the systems that we have in gym launch and then in terms of retention, uh, they sign up for Gym Legacy and then we give them all the retention secrets that we do to make sure that people stay forever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alex, what made you not only want to scale a gym business but know how to do it? Who were the mentors growing up? Where did you get your sales experience and knowledge from?
0: Okay, that's like, there's another question after that I think too, okay. so. I'll answer. Where did I get my sales experience and knowledge from? Um, I'm really stubborn when it comes to selling stuff. I really, really like doing it, and I'm, and like it was, it's a weak. It's been a weakness of mine that I've worked on. Um, that I just, I just really have a reluctance giving up sales. Um, but I've, I've gotten better at it as I've gotten older and more experienced. Um, but I did 4,000 101 closes, um, and so I actually never did any sales training. I didn't even know what I was doing. But you do 4,000 or something, and you tend to get pretty good at it. Um, So that's the sales experience. Who are the mentors? Um, Gosh. Biggest mentors I have. uh, Russell Brunson, his materials. Dan Kennedy, um, who was Russell Brunson's mentor. Um, Dan Kennedy's awesome. Consume all of his content, read all of his books. He's amazing. He's fantastic. He will change your business, change your life. So definitely do that if you execute it. Um, Alex Charfin is Unbelievable. He's brilliant when it comes to operations and scaling. Like the scaling part is really Charfin. Like Charfin's been like the best ever for that. Um, those are probably the, the answers to that question. And what was the first question about scaling?
1: What made you not only want to scale, again, but okay, you know how? what
0: made me know how to scale? Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, like uh, Niels Bohr said that an expert is someone who's made all the mistakes in a very narrow field, and that's what it feels like for me. Um, I like. The reason we know X works is because we tried Y, Z, W, and V, and like it didn't work. So, um, but Charfin has helped us a ton with scaling this business and I, if I had known all the stuff that I know now, uh, it would have been way less painful. Um, but scaling the gyms was really just like, how can I provide X it, it was really just figuring out one position at a time. And uh, all this stuff in, is, is covered in Steps to Freedom and Gym Legacy, like literally we have like the entire escape plan. Um, but the easiest way to think about it mentally is what is the highest return on my time that i can get and what activities do i am i doing that are the lowest return on my time and how can i get someone else to do them so i can free up more time to do a higher return and you just continually do that process over and over again
1: what is the difference between gym launch and gym legacy
0: awesome question gym launch is a um is a kind of just a, a complete product, but it's it's a standalone product. And what it does is it's just cold traffic acquisition. So it's a play that acquires customers for gyms and shows them how to do so profitably. Well, usually very profitably for the gym, so they not only get a lot of customers, but they actually make money while they do it, which is cool. Um, but it's one play. Gym legacy is the rest of what's underneath the iceberg. So um, with if you've listened to my podcast about the pie equation, there are three ways to grow a business. You can acquire more customers, you can get them to pay more, so ascend them to higher levels of service, uh, which is increasing transaction size, um, or you can get them to buy more times, which is a function of retention for a gym. And so gym launch is one slice of one of those three slices of pie. So it's literally just one play within the bucket of cold traffic acquisition. We in Gym Legacy have four cold traffic acquisition plays that are um, as if not more profitable than the original gym launch uh, program. I use Gym Launch as a way of attracting gym owners to me, um, but Gym Legacy is the rest of the model. It's the freedom that they seek. It's the systems. It's the time. It's the automation. It's the customer service training. It's the retention training. It's the referral training. It's the supplement selling system. It's all of the things that they actually need. It's all of the internal promotions that we run year-round. Um, literally again done for you just like gym launches which is all the emails all the text blasts, all the uh facebook posts the posters to post inside of the gym and the the clipboard thing that you're going to put next to your poster and by the way put them in the front door and the bathroom because that's where people see them the one page summary that you use to sell your trainers on selling that promotion to internally what the price point should be and the two sentences they need to memorize so they can pitch it before and after each session that's how we do plays and gym legacy is the rest of the plays that you run warm traffic and Uh, retention and as well as three other cold traffic acquisition plays so that you really never need to worry about acquiring customers ever again. Real quick guys, you guys already know that I don't run any ads on this and I don't sell anything. And so the only ask that I can ever have of you guys is that you help me spread the word so we can help more entrepreneurs make more money, feed their families, make better products and have better experiences for their employees and customers. And the only way we do that is if you can rate and review and share this podcast. So the single thing that I ask you to do is you can just leave a review, it'll take you 10 seconds or one type of the thumb, it would mean the absolute world to me. And more importantly, it may change the world for someone else.
1: How do you manage working together and being in a relationship? I know this isn't 100% related to selling, but, so-and-so and I both run gyms together 24-7 and are polar opposites. I'm the crazy jump off a cliff, figured out later person. He is the maker and planner. We are so, so different. Date nights end up being conversations about marketing or work or clients or all, lol. Seriously curious to hear any advice for avoiding burnout and having balance and boundaries when you work together with your significant other 24-7. That's
0: an awesome question. Uh, it's something that we've actually spent a lot of time working on. Um Layla and I work really, really well together, and so we're really good business partners. Um, Layla is the like, do everything, operations, organize, detail, like, make sure there's a checklist and bullet points and to dos and agendas and all that stuff. Um, And I'm the like, let's make awesome stuff and sell it guy. So, um, totally understand where you're coming from. Uh, For us, these are the things that like really, really, really dramatically changed our. Our, our, our lives and our marriage. First thing is morning routine. So our, our morning routine, we wake up, um, we drink a cup of coffee together, we walk. We usually walk a mile um, to somewhere. Uh, so Layla drinks two cups of coffee in the morning, so she'll, drink a, she'll go down, drink a cup of coffee, and then come back, and then I'll get up when she comes back. Um, she needs a cup of coffee to go walk to get the second cup of coffee. Um, and so then we walk to like a Starbucks or something like that that's usually close by um, and we'll like just chit chat on the way there, just like kind of what we want to do for the day, kind of set our intentions, um, we'll order our coffee, usually sit at the cafe for until we finish our coffee, and then we'll walk back. Um, whenever we can walk barefoot we do, um, it's just nice. Yeah, and, uh, we, and then after we get back, uh, we'll have a green shake and uh, we'll read our Bibles together, and then we pray for each other. So like our morning routine's like legitimately like an hour and a half. Um, and some people are like, I don't have time for that. That's BS. Um, it's like if you get your head right, you get so much more done from an effectiveness standpoint. When we skip that, I'm scattered and I don't get near. I don't get nearly the stuff done and I'm way more stressed. I have way more pressure and noise in my life and it's really hard for me to manage. Um, the next thing we do is that we work out together. We have that plan in the middle of the day. Um, that's like a non-negotiable. Like we always go at – I mean I always go three days a week. Layla goes every day but like <laughs> – mine is three days a week that's what i commit to um but it's like from two to four that's when we, we go to the gym and so we go to the gym together and we work out together so that's cool and then um, after that at night um we'll, a lot of times we'll go for a second walk um which we really really enjoy and um again uh we read at night or we'll like watch an episode of like game of thrones or something um but we're really, really consistent with it, and then uh, we have one date night a week, and then we have one like relationship night a week. So for us, Tuesday nights is uh, like where we work on our relationship. We watch like re- you know relationship sermons, seminars, whatever, just to like always have it at the forefront of our mind. Um, because if you work on your relationship, uh, like your business will make more money. Like I promise you. Um, and so the whole point is like as long as we can like just keep flowing, uh, we do great with that. We also have really clear separation of roles. Like I do, ju- like I make the sales processes, um, and then I make the actual products that we sell, and I market and make the advertisements and get people to walk in the door. Like I make, I'm the rainmaker for our business, and then Layla, she can describe her role.
1: So yeah, Alex is the rainmaker. I'm basically okay. You made the rain. Now who's going to, you know, collect the rain or <laughs> uh, get everyone umbrellas? So if he decides, hey, we're all jumping off this cliff, I have to decide how we're gonna create a ladder to get down. Um, and so that's the creation of processes, directing people, trying to keep um, issues from getting to him and kind of acting as a barrier and honestly like if you're in a relationship working together which a lot of our gym owners are it takes work like we had times when we were dating and not married where it was rough and like we didn't know how to decipher who did what and all these things and it wasn't until we wrote it down and really decided that we had to separate everything we don't do the same things that it became really easy for us um, as well as like being okay with not having control over every area of the business like Alex is okay go
0: ahead yeah I just want to say this one was really hard for me because like Jim Loach was my business like it was my business first and then I started dating Layla and so like to like I did the sales I, you know what I mean like that was my thing and then now she manages the sales team I don't manage the sales team not because I can't sell but because it's not the like that's how we divided roles up she's COO. of and I'm CEO, and so we just keep those roles really clear. Um, Also, if you are dating someone and have been dating them for like three years, just marry them, you'll make way more money. And it's like, all of your you'll get so much attention back because you won't be like, there's just like total security in like knowing like, okay, we're partners, we're in this, like let's go. (laughs)
1: Um, And so um, essentially, just like you said, uh, yeah, go all in. It's really like, for both of us, I think um, we know that we're each other's partner and we're each other's everything, and that we both have the same goals and we share the same vision of how we want to change this industry. And so, if you and your partner both have the same goals, you have to decide what you're going to do to get there. Like saying that I was an operational person is a lie. Uh, when Alex and I met, I was really good at sales, and that's why we started working together. You know, a month after we start dating is because. I had a skill that he wanted to try and replicate in someone else and so he replicated his sales ability in me and then I and then him and I did in other people and so me deciding and taking over operations was not really out of wanting but out of necessity um when you're with a partner trying to grow a business it doesn't really matter what you want to do like yeah of course I think marketing is cool and like content is cool and like you know, doing all that stuff. But you know what I think is cool too is like having a business that actually freaking works. And so, like having him do that and me do the operations, like you like whatever you're good at. So, if one of you is not good at something or both of you are good at one thing and not something else, one of you has to suck it up and become good at the other thing. And when you become good at it, then you'll start to like it. Cause I love operations now, but I tell you, like a couple of months ago, I did not like it.
0: And let's wrap this one up. Hope that was useful for you guys. Um, we have any more questions? No, that was the last question. Okay, awesome guys, I hope this was valuable and uh, if you're a gym owner and uh, you uh, would like to fill your gyms, um, we kind of do that for a living. So uh, just go to idonthatemoney.com, apply on that page and we'll hop on the call, no pressure, we're not gonna try and sell you anything. Or at least we're not gonna try and pressure you into giving us money, we don't take money on the first phone call. So anyways, have an awesome day guys. Catch you on the flip side, bye.